Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, you're listening to a special episode of Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim, where we are talking Rams with Sam Neill. I'm Timmy Fland, movie buff. And I'm Lee Livingstone, entertainment journalist. And we love to talk all things movies. Especially with renowned actor Sam Neill. Mr. Alan Grant himself. (laughs) Wake me up from this dream, Lee. Um, But before we jump into our chat with Sam Neill, let's just uh, regroup on what the film Rams is all about. So it takes place in remote Western Australia where two estranged brothers, Colin, played by Sam Neill, and Les, the legend Michael Caton, are at war, raising separate flocks of sheep descended from their family's prized bloodline. The two men work side by side, yet are worlds apart. When Les's prize ram is diagnosed with a rare and lethal illness, authorities order a purge of every sheep in the valley. While Colin attempts to outwit the powers that be, Les opts for angry defiance. But can the warring brothers set aside their differences to save their herd and their community? This film is directed by Jeremy Sims from a screenplay by Jules Duncan. And stars Sam Neill, Michael Caton, Miranda Richardson, Wayne Blair and Asha Keddy. Now, Sam Neill spoke with Popcorn Podcast, as we mentioned, about the important themes of the movie and gave us some insight into his character, Colin, and what it was like filming in the beautiful Western Australian countryside. So let's take a listen to that interview. Look at you, my beauties. You are beautiful. You are beautiful. But you're the best. Tell me, how did this story cross your path? How did Rams come to you? I was sent a script, I suppose, six months before we shot it or something like that. And I said immediately no, because I'd seen what was the original, which is a film I liked very much, and I didn't see any point in it being remade. But Jeremy, the director, said, look, can I come and see you anyway? And 
said, please read the script. And I did read it. And he came around and persuaded and talked me into it, basically. Uh, And in the full understanding that we weren't really doing a remake, it was just sort of of springboard as much as anything. You know, a very different, very different sort of film in a very different country. But the the core of it, I guess, is the the important things in it uh, are important in both films. That they're, you know, it's it's about sibling rivalry and communities under pressure, the nature of friendship. Pandemics, of course, um, mm. it touches on a lot of things that many of us un- understand, and and, um, and and of course are sort of universal in in some sense. Are those the things that appeal to you about the story, the community aspect, and the not the pandemic, obviously? <laughs> I think so. I've known a lot of characters like the people in in this in this film, and some of them I, I live out here on a farm and mm. with a lot of sheep and. Yep. and you know, it's not that far removed from what I'm familiar with and what I live with. And what was it about Western Australia that lent itself so well to reimagining what's an essentially an original Icelandic story? Look, I, th- I think there was something about that community which is kind of a bit special. I really liked about Mount Barker. Mm. But it could have been, in truth, in um, in quite a number of places in Australia, Tasmania or, you know, parts of um, Victoria maybe. New South Wales, but there was something very, very graphic and magical about that particular area that we shot. And we shot it under unusual circumstances because I had to do another, I was contracted to do another film. And I said, well, look, if you, I can, I can give you a few weeks here. I've got to go to England and finish this film with um, Kate Winslet and Mia Pazakowska and Rain Wilson, and, which is called Blackbird. Mm. And then once I've finished that, I can come back and we can do the rest. And it's not it's not convenient for you. I can do it if that's good for you. And they said, "Yeah, well, let's let's do that." And that sort of gave us the advantage of getting you know half the film is um, it's green and uh, and it's cool, and the other half is it's very brown and hot and Australian. So you actually. Get a feeling of seasons passing in this film that you don't. That's pretty unusual in films. It was released in a year where there was just so much going on, wasn't there? I mean, the pandemic. There were so many parallels with the pandemic, and then the bushfires that Australia was experiencing as well. Do you think that affected the reception of the film? It did have echoes of what might happen in the future, which mm, was yeah. was not, certainly not intended. But um, but there they are, you know, and. Um, yeah, it's been um, it's been a rough couple of years in Australia, mm-hmm. and the film, while it's essentially a light-hearted and optimistic film, it does go to dark places from time to time, and uh, that's certainly true of where where Australia's been in the last um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> in the last year or two, for sure. Speaking of dark places, there was a scene in the film that absolutely wrecked me, and that was the the one with um, Colin saying goodbye to his to his sheep or you think that he's saying goodbye to most of his sheep. Mm. How did you prepare for that scene? Because I know you're, you know, you're a well-known animal advocate. It must have been tough for you. I wouldn't call myself an animal activist, but I, I certainly uh, uh, love animals. Um, yeah, it was, um, it was a pretty upsetting scene and um, there are some very upsetting things in the film, albeit there are plenty of laughs as well. <laughs> but um, people are quite surprised, you know, because it was very much promoted 
as a sort of sunny comedy, but it, it's actually much more complex than that. And mm. um, the bitter rivalry between these two brothers, yeah, there's some things that are pretty tough, tough going for sure. How do you decompress from scenes like that? Like, how do you switch gears? Well, I didn't have any much choice in in this respect. I just I just had to sail on. It was it was. Um, I am pretty much in every scene, so. <laughs> <laughs> It was a lot, it was a lot of work, but mm. you know you expect that. What was your favourite aspect about Colin as a character? What did you identify with about him? You know, Colin's a sort of still waters run deep sort of bloke. Mm. Um, not that I particularly identify with that, but you know I sort of understand it. You know, I've spent a lot of time on farms, of working on farms as a kid and so on. And there is a thing about about people on the land, people like Colin. They don't say much, but they mm. <laughs> they like to lean on gates and stare into the distance quite a bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I know a lot of Collins and I suppose there might even be a bit of Colin in me, I don't know. <laughs> well, Colin opts for trying to outwit the powers that be in this film. What would you do in Colin's shoes? Would you go Les's route or would you? Colin's a quiet rebel, but I, I doubt if that's me. I'm, I tend to, um, to be someone who, who's more inclined to <laughs> toe the line. I'm a, I'm a law abider. They say you never work with animals or children, but obviously there's a lot of animals in this film. Did being used to wrangling sheep on your farm make it easier to deal with the sheep on set? Yes, I've always sort of uh, had sheep around. My parents had sheep and, and indeed I've got about 50 sheep myself. These are all quite biddable sheep. You know, you, you, you wouldn't want to be working with border lesters who are very stroppy sheep in, uh, in circumstances like this. These sheep are pretty nice, and they got used to us after a day or two. And yep. you know, <laughs> they, they didn't mind being told what to do. Perfectly <laughs> good. Didn't mind taking direction from Jeremy. No. What about with you and Michael? Because mm. this is the first time you guys have worked together in such a long time, and I know that was covered a lot in the when the promotional period was was there for Rams. But um, did you two get up to any mischief? Uh, look. We're we're both knocking on a bit. We're, we tend to get we tend to go home and and go to bed early these days. <laughs> when um, when I first knew Michael, he was a regular on on the uh, Sullivans, and I had a guest spot. And uh, he was a roaring boy at that point. He's a much quieter bloke now. <laughs> uh, but I've always been very fond of Michael, and um, and he was very kind to me when uh, you know I was a you know I was a Kiwi and only just across the ditch, wet mm. behind the ears. And, um, yeah, he was he was very kind to me and uh, I've always been grateful for that. It seems almost impossible that you two hadn't worked together in so long. I mean, you're both such prominent figures in the local industry. Did, did you ever come close? I suppose it's because we look so familiar. It's either him or me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, yeah. So he's a, he's a, dead, a dead ring absolute doppelganger. <laughs> so you'd be competing for roles, is that what you're saying? Yeah. As I mentioned, I spoke to Jeremy when Rams was released in cinemas and he obviously said it was a joy to work with both of you and that you made his job generally easier, but he, he joked, as I said, that with it being your biggest leading role in a while, uh, he thought you were slightly shocked at having to work all day, every day, instead of take long lunches with famous people. <laughs> what do you say to that? He's he's out of his mind. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm the hardest working actor he knows. <laughs> I don't doubt that. I don't know he was joking. You and Michael have both been in the game for a long time. Do you have similar processes in how you approach 
this film? Did you did you work together to sort of rehearse and, and find the relationship of the brothers or the lack of relationship? Oh, I don't remember if we had rehearsals or not, but mm. maybe. I don't think I've got a process. And, and if Michael's got one, he certainly wouldn't admit to one. All right. <laughs> just show up and be magnificent. That's your process. Show up and just get on with it. Yeah. Um, you're so fun on social media, I have to say. I've really enjoyed the catch-ups that you and Jeff Goldblum have been having and the wine harvesting that's going on at the moment. How's that How's that going? We, we've picked. I've got 32 ferments going in, 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 the, in the winery. I think for two paddocks, this will be a red-letter year and it may be the best vintage since 2010, which was a, which was a cracker. I, I just reviewed all the wines today and I have to say I was very, very happy. Oh, that's good. Mm. I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed to say that I haven't tried the um, any of the two paddocks wine. Is it? You can find it in Sydney, can't you? Yes, not everywhere. But um, and if you can't find it, complain. <laughs> I will definitely. Um, and how is the rest of the year looking for Mr. Sam Neil? What projects have you got coming up on the horizon? Well, I'm I'm about to do a, a, a film on the Gold Coast, which I'm not sure if they've announced yet. So I wouldn't want to preempt that, but we start shooting in about three weeks uh, at the studios up there. And then I'm going to Italy, all things being equal and, and the world being reasonably sane slash safe. Yeah, to Tuscany to do a film in the northern autumn, I suppose that would be. Yeah. Wow. Well, he's hoping. Late summer. Mm, he's hoping indeed. Thank you again so much. Thank for you so doing much, Lee. Thank you, Sam. I really That's appreciate it. It, it's a film that's, um, that I'm, I'm very uh, pleased with. You know, it, mm. it didn't have any great expectations for it, to be honest, but we were so up to our neck in it, I, I wasn't quite sure what we'd made. It's been very kind of heartwarming to get the kind of feedback I've had from it, and, and, and that's been, um, it's been a really good thing. Oh, it's a beautiful film, and I think it came out at a really good time in that people were so desperate for something that they could connect with. You know, it was that, that time yeah. in last year and it was so terrible and it went a long way to really um, bringing people together and getting people back to the cinema and that's, you know, that's so important. No, isn't that nice? I'm very happy to hear that. Okay then, Thank we'll you. see you soon. Bye. Okay, bye now. Hey! Oh, my lovely girls. I loved that chat you had with Sam Neill. Oh. So charming. Did yeah. you pinch yourself while you were talking with him? Many times, Tim. Many times. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> All right. Well, that's another episode of Popcorn Podcast, guys. Thanks for joining us for this special where we spoke with Sam Neill about the wonderful movie Rams. All right, guys. We'll catch you next time. We have a website, popcornpodcast.com. Make sure you check it out. We've got all our episodes up there for you. If you'd like to get to know us a little better, there's an About Us section and we run ticket giveaways. So keep an eye on the website for more information. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 